Uh, hello all, welcome to a very important emergency pod from uh, your pod masters here at Thronderdome. I am Dr. Daniel Doughty, with me as always is the Reverend Ronnie Gardaki. We've convened this emergency session because uh, you, our loyal listeners, will be seeing something very odd on the feed. Uh, you'll have two episodes dropping, this is one of them. The other... Uh, Let's just say I committed a rather grievous oversight, a, a general grievous oversight. Hey, Star Wars fans? Daniel fucked up. <laughs> yeah, there's no no getting around it. I screwed up royally. Uh, I, uh, you know, you might say you pulled a Daniel. I pulled, <laughs> that has entered the dictionary. I pulled a Daniel. There's a little uh, stipple drawing of myself uh, next to the entry. Uh, to fail in a stupid manner. Yes, uh, I guess to explain more. Uh, so, if you've been listening along, you may have noticed a kind of abrupt jump in the narrative uh, somewhere around episode uh, eight or nine. And this is because Ronnie and I had had recorded episodes for the entirety of Dark Force Rising, but for some reasons, uh, which we may explore later, I have my theories, I just completely forgot to post the episode for chapters 22, 23, and 24. So we jumped from Mara planning to use Luke Skywalker to help her bail uh, Talon Card out of jail, and the next episode, Talon Card was out of jail. Um, and so we deprived you, the listeners, of the exciting uh, recapitulation, almost beat for beat, of the Death Star uh, prison escape scene, but this time with Mara Jade and Talon Card and Luke Skywalker instead of Princess Leia. Um, oh, and also this this uh, the missing episode also concludes the Nogri storyline for the novel. And so I know a lot of you must have been very upset <laughs> about the lack of resolution to that. So for all that, I would like to say I apologize and for more I, i'm not saying that the show is apologizing i'm saying i daniel apologize to the listeners and to ronnie for my horrible horrible oversight and i hope you all find it in your hearts to forgive me well i don't no oh, rats okay well We'll come back around to that then. Um, but yeah, so the episode you're listening to now will appear on the feed as normal. It will kind of be the you know a, a, the most recent episode. So and you may also get a notification of another episode dropping the the normal sized you know recap episode. It's a full episode, complete with a debate segment, a really good one actually about Freddy versus Jason. Um, and but that will show up. I, I'm I'm backdating that episode so that it shows up in the proper order. So you may have to scroll down a couple eps to find that one. Um, I, again, apologize. Uh, don't do what Daniel Don't does. I think we have all Here's Here's my learned. Daniel impression. Hey, look at me. I'm Daniel. Uh, don't worry, Ronnie. I'll, I'll do all the logistical stuff. All you have to do is bring your uh, effervescent wit to the show and it'll be fine. <laughs> you can definitely rely on me not to screw everything up. It was I'm Daniel, to, yeah. and I'm bald, and I'm stupid. That all tracks. This is this is really particularly galling in that this this entire exercise has been a demonstration of what, what I call reliable Dan, uh, the guy who meets his commitments. He doesn't flake out. 
Now, for the most part, I, th- I would think I got 99% of the way there, okay? We recorded it. I had the files. I even had the files, like, synchronized in the, in the, in the master file that I used to edit. I just hadn't gone through and cut out all the times that I coughed my lungs up. Yeah, um, go ahead. Tell, tell, tell everyone your excuse that you were uh, okay. deathly ill. Yes. Okay, not just that. Okay, so loyal Thronderdome listeners will know that I had a rough spring. I had a, <laughs> a lot I had of a rough spring problems. in summer, autumn, winter, <laughs> stol- solstice. But at the time we were recording this, I was recovering from, uh, I, I, was, I was still recovering from bronchial pneumonia, diagnosed bronchial pneumonia, in the middle of dealing with a ton of work stuff. And also, this was when we recorded the Fanboys episode that also required two different recording sessions because we had a, a foul up on the recording. Um, so, really, I, all things considered, grading on a curve... I feel like I met my obligations. Now, of course, in the real world, that's not the case. This is why I'm apologizing and why Ronnie is practically salivating at the <laughs> the prospect of getting to rake me over the coals in public. But uh, but there's my explanation. There's my, you know, my, my excuse-making. Make of it what you will. Just to create a little context here, the only reason I'm not more upset about this, uh, Blaine, uh... uh fuck up on Daniel's part is that I've gotten all of my rage uh, into uh, a little movie called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem (laughs) yes yeah as uh, you all may recall I think it's come up on the show before Uh, Ronnie is of course an old head when it comes to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles he has a a deep appreciation of the of the property uh, reaching back of course into the 80s underground comics from which it from which it spawned, much as uh, little turtles spawn from uh, fucking a, a barrel of goop in the sewer or whatever the hell happened. Canister. Whatever, whatever. Uh, the point being... See, see, a little little off-show information. I'm actually indoctrinating Daniel's child in the art of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> we did. We did. We got, a, we got a lovely little uh, selection of books and a stuffed uh, Raphael, who I call Ralph. Uh, don't you mean Ralph? I do mean Ralph. That is his nickname. I remember it very clearly from the nineties. Uh, it's a classic. This is a this is a deep cut. Daniel fuck up. Uh, one time in our group <laughs> chat, he referred to Raphael or, or Raph as Ralph, and uh, understandably, everyone mocked him uh, from then until now. Really? No, I don't see no. Like there will be there will be like a random like uh, there will be like a random fork in a conversation where like. No one will have said anything for a couple of minutes, and I'll just say, "Hey, remember the time Daniel called him Ralph?" <laughs> and everyone will just go, "Oh yeah, that's that sounds like Daniel doing something dumb like that." It's uh, it's very much a real life was the Grink there situation. Uh, but no, their nicknames are are Don, Leo, Mikey, and Ralph. And I don't care what anyone says. Uh, this is not a fucking like uh, Mandela died in prison thing, dude. No, it isn't. It's well, I don't care what anyone says because you can just do whatever with this property. It doesn't matter. You just do whatever. You can call them whatever you want. You can make them act however you want. That's what I learned from uh, the Mutant Mayhem movie. From the <sighs> yeah, from, uh, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, really, Ninja- the only the only the only iconic elements of this property is that it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and everything else is up for grabs because who gives a shit anymore? Exactly. 
Who cares yeah. what any of these things mean? It's all who nihilism. Cares? Yeah, who cares the kind of, uh, you know, the sort of foundational aspects of everything? It's fucking Into the Turtleverse, dude. Who cares? Who cares if there are, like, themes and characterization and, like, you know, story? Who, who needs that when you got, you got somebody puking on screen? It's great. See, uh, you know, the thing that I love about it is, you know, here's a movie that said, this isn't your grandfather's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And just well, and, and well, blew, Daniel, blew a raspberry and uh, and launched a, a small pebble from a slingshot right into mean old Mr. Ronnie's face. Daniel, I'd like you to do a little thought exercise for a moment. Okay, think back to like, you know, for you probably like 20 years ago. Do you remember what it, what it was like caring about things? <laughs> You obviously don't care about anything anymore. I don't. You're just marking time until you can retire and go fly fishing every <laughs> every day of the week. Uh, yeah, boy, that sounds pretty good. Um, I, I do remember caring about things. I uh, well, I've cared about things for a long time. I hey, you know, I I read the novel Jurassic Park before the movie came out so that I could adequately assess it, and that was the first like grown up airport novel I ever read. So, you know, I've, I've cared about things. I do remember caring about things. Now, this might be a controversial statement, but I've never been molested. I sort of know what it feels like now. Uh, that's... <laughs> uh, that may have to be cut from this recording. Look, look, Ronnie's not a role model, okay? Yeah, don't be like Ronnie. Well, let's bring this back around. Don't be like Ronnie and don't do what Daniel Don't does. And uh, I think 10 minutes is enough of your time that we've taken up. Uh, but uh, thank you all so much for listening. Again, apologies. That was my screw-up, not the Reverend Ronnie Gardaki. I, myself, Daniel Dottie, screwed up. Uh, but It's, it's a good me- reason. It's a good thing we invested in the uh, the Thronderdome hair shirt, though. Exactly, and the Thronderdome uh, Cat of Nine Tails that I, that I keep the, below. What was a, it, uh, the, the Stonecutter's Stone of Failure? Yes, there's the stone of uh, the stone of shame, and uh, of course the concomitant stone of triumph. Uh, I was thinking. Well, more about, Daniel uh, ain't gonna be wearing that stone of triumph anytime soon. No, no, I have my hair shirt on. I have my. Uh, Do you ever read uh, the Scarlet Letter? And there was like yes. the hot, the hot, sexy priest who kept a a scourge underneath a, a compartment in his floorboards. That he would whip himself every night. I got you one of those. Just get a Scarlet B put on your shirt that says bald. I think I think my actual bald head is enough of a signifier of my bald status. I mean, true. What about, like, blind people? Well, they can just feel it. They can feel the Braille B on your shirt. Oh, that's that's also true. I guess it's a little less uh, invasive, although I, I, I don't mind uh, vision-impaired folks. Anyway, you know, we're getting uh, off topic. The topic is, uh, okay. we're sorry that Daniel fucked up. Uh, one of our bonuses for season three is going to be talking about that Turtles movie because I hate Daniel almost as much as I hate myself for seeing the movie. <laughs> yes, that's one of the the other bonus for season three. I I haven't thought of yet, but Ronnie has agreed that it it, it can be something from uh, a, an IP property. Something something Daniel cared about as a as a youth. Exactly, something I cared about as a youth that I'm going to inflict upon Ronald. We'll see how that goes. In the meantime, please check the feed. Scroll down a couple. You'll find the uh, episode for. Uh, let's see. What did I? What did I actually name it? I gotta look that up now. 
that, that would be helpful information for our listeners. Hey, since since we're here, uh, why don't you tease uh, the season premiere? Because that'll literally oh, be the next yeah. podcast we record. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so uh, yes, while I'm looking this up, we can tease the. Uh, it will be coming up soon. Our our uh, premiere for season three. We've made a tradition to have a uh, a kind of conversation episode, uh, a guest episode, and so I I have lined up. Uh, an expert in video games and video game history and the production of video games. In fact, someone in the profession. Yes, it is my uh, childhood friend, Alex. Uh, and Alex is going to be on the show to talk about uh, basically the kind of Star Wars video games and especially Star Wars video games as they existed in the uh, kind of the early 90s and what I like to call the CD-ROM era. Um, so we'll be, we'll be talking about that, getting a little insight into the video game developing process as, uh, Alex is a, he works for a, uh, a professional video game studio. Hopefully uh, they'll give me an answer on how, on why, uh, Rogue Leader was so damn hard for the GameCube. <laughs> I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll have plenty to, to, to speak on to that, but that will definitely really, uh, rake them over the coals for that one. Um, but yeah, that'll be coming up to premiere season three. Uh, a fun conversation episode about Star Wars video games in the 90s. What What is not to love? Uh, and then we'll be and, doing the terrible third book. I mean, probably terrible. I mean, look, uh, I'm holding Dark Force hope. Rising wasn't very good. Um, anyway, I, it's titled uh, The Last Command. And, <laughs> it uh, is. The Last Command. And, and perhaps it will be the last thing we ever do. Maybe it will kill us. But I uh, will say, who knows? less dumb title than Dark Force Rising. Yeah, I mean it's it's bland. Although I'll res- although I'll rescind that if uh, if Thrawn comes across what's literally the last command. <laughs> He's looking through a book of commands, and there's the last one. <laughs> he goes, "Aha!" <laughs> well, uh, Poleon, we have only one card left to play: the final command. <laughs> Don't you mean the last command? Because that's kind of the title. Fine, the last command. Whatever. The last command. You know what I meant? Who gives a shit? Fuck you. Oh, God. I sure I sure hope that's how it goes. Anyway, we've now wasted almost 15 minutes of your time. Uh, again, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa. Ronnie, blameless as always. Daniel, always to blame, always in the wrong. Daniel's follies. Um, look for the episode uh, in between uh, mentally crossing her fingers and enter the Zon state will now be inserted. Look for episodes. Spaceships can solve a lot of problems. Dark Force Rising chapters 22 23 and 24 come into your feed. And with that, we bid you all adieu until such time as season three premieres with our interview with Alex. We uh, until promise then, not to screw up as big as this time, probably. Uh, I do make that promise. I, of course, part of my screw up is that I always break my promises. So, Also, we'll it's see. relying on Daniel not being sick, which is also troublesome. Frankly, I think I got my sickness quota like out of the way for the year. I, I've been feeling fine since uh, the end of June. <laughs> so you turned forty crossed. in that time, dude. You're on death's door. I'm mentally crossing my fingers, and we'll see you next time. Good night.